0: You're listening to BAU, Business As Unusual. The podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Morning, Joe. Morning, Pat. It's nice to be um, this side. What are we calling Merrick's? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's Merrick's Merrick Studio. Merrick's Studio. Yeah. yeah. The Merrick's shack. Act, yeah, the shack. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I've seen, I'm looking at you as if you're looking at the screen, looking back at me. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The yep. view. Yeah the Usually, view yeah joe's got a pretty good setup he's got a design eye and uh knows yeah. knows what people are looking at him so <laughs> he, when, you, when you're um on a call with him you can you can look past you know you've got the horizon whereas a lot of zoom calls or, or calls you get a a blank wall behind you yeah so, yeah, you know, yeah i can't yeah. wander down and yeah. play with perspective but. exactly you want a little bit of depth of field yeah, you're definitely yeah. a perspective player, so it's nice to be here oh, um course. and bring it across. Shane Kankers is uh living in the dark ages today. <laughs> yeah, so power is off. Power's oh, off it? and yeah. it uh, it happens a bit, but yeah, yeah, this is Friday power's off. It's poet's day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Living that well, way I, I guess that's what you get for living on the the windiest uh the windiest part of Victoria really. So
0: yeah. that was planned. That's what keeps getting me. It's anyway. I won't bring in my um household like the the planned outage it's been planned we've had so many planned outages but yeah Yeah. maybe that's what you get for living in such a windy zone yep (laughs) yeah Uh, happy days it's nice to be here uh it's friday we're recording it's the morning you might hear the birds here yeah it's true you know
1: you will get a little bit of chirping in the background and that's not just me this time (laughs) (laughs) you will help (laughs) both
0: i will yeah Um, two coffees deep already. So yeah, yeah, that's sure. <laughs> yeah, that's how it rolls. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good to be um to be rolling with you here, and we're going to dive into this week around building walls. So mm-hmm. I brought some water. You said you had the shovel last I week to pick up on that, and, and to bring up it. anyone out to speed who missed out on last convo. It was diving off the back of how to distribute value in a winner takes all sort of environment how that's sort of the common play now where that's the ecosystem we got big big apex predators and then small 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 fish we don't have much in the middle now it's like mm-hmm. how do you differentiate that and that's talking about a sort of landscape really in digital but it's spread out across yep and then it's off the back of that you had that idea around like well maybe the the unconventional thing is actually building walls. The promise of the internet is to be everything's sitting there and you can access it all, but that sort of landed us. The argument was in in the place where winner can take all and then it's like how do you start building differentiation and value and community within that? Like how do you do that and how do you create value in that Mm. space and start to claw back or or begin to play a different game?
1: Definitely, definitely. And I think it's already really when you if you take that that theory and you start to really interrogate it, it's, it's already there. It's just, it's, it's more that, um, it, it sits in certain parts. So, you know, even the, you know, you started to hear commentary, you know, I listened to this great podcast the other day on today. Um, today explained, I believe talking about, you know, um, one of the guests on that was talking about what he starts to foresee is really the death of social media, which is really kind of large scale kind of platforms and this idea that it was a you know great for the whole world to be connected except we've realized it's not it's actually not a great idea to be out in the in the whole world and you know it's i always come back to to human behavior it's not human behavior, to have the whole world see you. Human behavior has always been tribal and small groups. And, you know, the really the kind of the walls that we're talking about, they already exist in some ways, whether that's Telegram, if you're a crazy extremist, or, um, you know, kind of uh, the Wagner um, paramilitary force. Um, you know, that's, but that is a walled garden. That is actually kind of, it, it is an area that is not accessible to all. And actually in WhatsApp, again, it's about the group that you're in and you can so you can take that logic and then start to see how that might play out in, in other areas around how you might start to group together, you know, not big platforms, but kind of more, more small groupings. I think the interesting part is that what happens if there's 50 different forms of WhatsApp, um, in terms of kind of different types of things that you might be might be into at, at scale. So where I get interested is maybe people start to, um, you know, build their own genuinely their own community around particular things that's not advertising based, but is about them supporting one another. You know, these are all things I think that are starting to become more and more possible. So if you're really into gardening maybe you're in a gardening app that actually kind of allows you to interact with other gardeners but that's it right it's actually that's its, its express purpose but social media for the sake of being social and kind of being out to the world um yeah it's interesting maybe that's the this is the turning point where we actually start to start to see it and they were they were talking about it in the context of um will there ever be another twitter and probably not was was their call because maybe the entire business model is starting to fall apart
0: yeah it's an interesting call um an interesting call of the back end of the threads which is the app in question here is is being most picked up in terms of whether that speaks to meta's power of pr or Uh, probably and uh. and then also the death of twitter and people holding on to some some form of wishing it worked is is another um but yeah that's an interesting call where it's heading that's where like that community is forming around small groups Mm. it's funny you mention gardening there's a group that i just joined that's like around gardening it's all centered but then it's also sharing like personal things and it's like building community around a shared interest yep and then things building off that yep and i think like it'd be cool to go into this combo around how like what are the different ways a model works and how do you build in it so it is sustainable um and energy can go into it Mm. but it's not a winner takes all it's like everyone benefits from it so it is just everyone benefits from the social but like what's a different way to do that in a commerce section way and then it's social way like what is that difference but the call that seems to be going out is like small groups people looking for meaning looking for connection looking for shared interest they can't find online other than thumbs up thumbs down troll hitting you across the head with some crazy (laughs) thing if you put yourself out there and and then the algorithm that the the business model that serves that we've just gone back to a news model which is sensationalists like news and that's what keeps you glued there because you're seeing something horrible happen or you're seeing something that's gonna like pull the sky down on your head Mm. every every scroll and that's what keeps you there because it's so human to be to be fearful to to worry and that's what gets clicks and that's what gets ads and that's why you're there and that's the model, and that's what's happened.
1: Yeah, it, it is exactly what's what's happened. And I do, like, when you think about it, alternate models, mm-hmm. I think really the, the challenge is to think past the traditional advertising model that is that has been in place. So those eyeballs, they have to be scaled. That's the truth of those platforms. Mm-hmm. So the the more eyeballs, like, if you think about it, it's it's no different than um, mainstream TV in, yeah. in the 80s and, and 90s. Like, you know, I grew up in an era where Thursday nights was the time that you actually watched television and everyone watched the same thing right from kind of you know eight to ten thirty and it was on one channel and they made an absolute kind of um, killing in terms of what they were able to charge for those ad slots but in a social context all we've really done is taking that business model and then actually put it into a social sphere i.e we are the content providers we consume the content on that platform but we're still advertised to consistently and we're tracked
0: it's like funny some, yeah. funny some videos meets current affairs. Meets. <laughs> yep. That's essentially, the and then yeah. it's at scale, so everyone can be For sure. either one of those. But our tastes haven't archetypes. really changed, right?
1: Our tastes haven't really changed. Well, that's what's yeah. funny. But I think people have become more passive. I think that's the thing I would say is that that's interesting about yeah. kind of um social media is that people are now more passive consumers of it and that's the insight behind TikTok, yeah. right as people are actually looking for entertainment they're actually not looking for community and connection in that context so something like TikTok, i find is is quite a it's a very very different way of looking at exactly the same thing and i think their insights a lot clearer is that no one's here for the community guys no one's here to share pictures with grandma anymore they're actually here basically to just see people trying to act up and be the content and what they've actually convinced the world is a good idea is to be the star of the show you know at a certain level and of course there's always people who are going to want to do that they're going to try to create a business model out of it but i i kind of feel like it's a moment in time right because i think what people very quickly realize is that like it's like oh that's just a different dog doing a different trick and it's actually hard for the person who's the the star of that, so to speak, for that to ever be sustainable. So, like, for a few of them, sure. Will someone end up buying a Lamborghini driving around because they're a TikTok star? Probably. Um, no doubt. Uh, but that... They're probably not going to buy 10 Lamborghinis. The winner-take-all yeah. type of
0: model in that but most, ecosystem. For, but for well. most people,
1: yeah. it's that's I think they're going to have a content problem very, very quickly um, in terms of kind of where that actually heads. Because can people actually be content consistently? Are they actually going to want to do that TikTok memes, etc.? um perhaps like perhaps it'll keep spinning through culture the, the way it's is. Is wild on that it's insane the
0: churn on yeah. individuals the limelight the age yeah. everything yeah it's predicated on young people it's predominantly. like a, yeah
1: it's like a wildfire right so like it's it, they're not even like trends anymore they're just like little the vignettes mm-hmm. right and of course it works and the attention spans definitely have gotten shorter etc but even the spin back to kind of actually meaningful content, and this is going back to like our sports conversation last week, like those things are genuinely, they create content all the time and they have a content platform. And I think that's the the bit that i keep coming back to that that is actually the the thing to really kind of focus on is actually who has the genuine content platform is not in a way that is about um i guess kind of finding content etc like sports is so interesting because it writes its own drama exactly right? and it's and it continual. has its own
0: distribution yeah. to a degree because yeah. of, of fandom and it hits a lot of different stages that's yeah. what's hard to avoid around social media is yeah. the distribution and touch points you yeah. sort of have to Playing that
1: sphere. If you... But what if they just took it all themselves, right? So it's like sure. rather than go to TikTok, go to kind of YouTube, go anywhere else. Like someone like the NBA, which they already do through their own app. But what if they just stopped pushing their content anywhere else? And what if they actually just said, like, this is just basically this is us. It's four bucks a month to be part of this community. That is a quite a big platform play, but it's not as big as YouTube, right? It's like their addressable audience is smaller than that. But you could do that even, you know, you could do that here. In gardening, right? But you, what, yeah.
0: what do you reckon that plays maybe four bucks? But then you also have ads. Like, what if you took the Netflix yeah. model, where it's like, all right, no. we couldn't just charge people because no one's doing that. But yeah. they they offered a charge for no ads, and then yeah. a charge for ads for watching. Like, yeah, because that's what gets me. It's like NBA would work well because it's got a huge audience with that yeah. model. But then would it slowly cut itself off? But isn't
1: the advertising already embedded? Like, yeah. I mean, they they wear it. It's on the. It's it's in it's in the program yeah right so that's that's the thing like i think is that's a that's a bigger issue for like smaller groups well that's what
0: i mean it's like yeah. where does disruption come in that model like right. how do you grow with that because it's yeah. that distribution of awareness is so hard to hit yeah if you're small but if you have the nba and you got players everyone else continual and content. you still need i don't know yeah, that the argument is like you still need like that that like you can sort of see the party within, but you can't get in now unless you are paying to be part of that yeah. or, or contributing in some meaningful way to the, to the growth or the sustainability of that org. But you can see on the peripheries people having a good time. <laughs> That's You can't but exist but you in a bubble. See it.
1: I guess like the way that I start to see the model shifting slightly, it could. There's always challenges with these things because you're not wrong. Is that the world has a actually has a distribution monopoly and it always has right so particularly when it comes to things like kind of content or connection around any type of community it was newspapers now it's kind of major social media algorithmic algorithmic platforms Mm. that's they hold the distribution power However, like the internet is free, it's basically it's a connection between people to people, and it's the distribution platform that is still the still taking arbitrage on the transaction, right? So we have all decided that it's easier in a world of infinite content to use a YouTube as the way that we search, right? So that's that's how YouTube works, is that yes. it's got infinite content, but you as the user can search. The more that you um, the more that you sign up and subscribe to channels, the more curated that becomes. The more targeted the advertising becomes, and that's how YouTube makes a lot of money. Mm. But I do wonder if what if I already decide self-targeted that I actually just want to be a part of this particular type of community? Sure, there's discovery issues that that go with that, but I I do wonder whether that's going to become more like peer-to-peer recommendation like a WhatsApp like a podcast. group, yeah, or like a podcast like this, and you that kind that of podcast find it model, which yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. Yeah. which turned out to be quite huge in terms of... But like only a, for a few people. Only yeah. for a few. I but mean, was, we're not
1: retiring off the back of our podcast anytime soon. No, but you we? get
0: like a sense of meaning, but it's yeah. like, how do we start to build that? Like yeah. if we took that away and then you, what, what is that sort of commerce to, to build something mm-hmm. outside of that? Like say if um, Joe's gardening, all, yeah. all of a sudden you wanted to go, nah, throwing, throwing yeah. the brand agency away. Let's like yeah. make this happen. Mm. What are the ways that we do that outside of social media starting ground up, like yep. <laughs> without sharing that content? Well, exactly
1: yeah. but that's that's the that's the conundrum that most that's people face right so and that's the i think that's the devil's choice of distribution is that if you it's already hard enough to basically build build a following and you see this playing out with like even the twitter stuff you know so much of the commentary that you hear from people and you know you realize what a what a rigged what the game actually is when you hear the commentary to be honest coming back it's like oh i don't really want to leave twitter because i've worked so hard to build up my following right and it's just like well you're a uh, you know, you were basically supposed to be an expert. I didn't think you were trying to be famous, right? But that's that's the kind of thing that that they actually are trying to be famous for their expertise and that is actually their business model. So and that's the, the leverage. But that's the thing, like fame. Like fame is a business model, right? That's the that's the that's, thing that I think a lot of people forget is that being famous is the is the model right versus what we're talking about is more for like communities to be able to actually kind of transact and interact with one another fame maybe isn't the aim maybe the aim is to actually be self-sustaining and be able to actually be self-supportive so rather than troll through um you know infinite influencers on um youtube to give you gardening advice to find the one that is actually the most famous maybe it's a slightly different model around an idea around kind of you know and those are the things i think that have worked quite well that are a little bit outside of the system even platforms like gumtree as you know as kind of as archaic as that actually is it's still at some level quite people putting stuff up, trying to find it's other It's got its people. own cultural <laughs> field, Gumtree, yeah. versus and, Facebook Reddit, and, and Reddit files. and all yeah. of those types of things. They're all, they're still, they're kind of trying to do that. They're trying to kind of basically allow people to kind of discover their things, but there's no real business
0: model behind them. Yeah, that's what I feel like we got to try and explore. Like, yeah. that's what's so fun. Like, how do you build a business model around that? I was looking at something out mm. in, yeah, it's like that self in in gifts like how there's a self-sustaining business model around community around regenerate like there's all those different ideas Mm. but then it's like how does it sustain in a world that's driven by commerce or does it have to exist completely out of that Mm. like that's what it's trying to explore what that actually looks like because i feel like you can have these grand ideas but someone has to foot the bill or pay the bill somewhere if they still existing in the world so like what a some of the creative ways I've been trying to rack the brains around that because you need the awareness to a degree, and then you need obviously to be generating something. If everyone's contributing to something, yeah. that always gets messy.
1: It does, it does, and it's kind of like you know, it's um, you know, if Peter Thiel kind of talks about kind of like zero to one and kind of getting to like one x, basically is kind of that's the way you actually want to kind of actually grow. Like a lot of these kind of smaller scale things are actually about zero x, right? Mm. There's no the aim isn't to grow the aim is to basically maintain something but then as you said like it's almost the death of um the death of the commons in that kind of everyone has ownership so therefore no one owns it and you see this play out a lot in kind of more community-based organizations is that you still need a leader to step in and kind of actually do that sort of stuff but i think that's you know kind of in really big and then really small worlds it's kind of they do work differently right but i do wonder whether like the really small will start to kind of be more of one of the kind of the like these little kind of bubbles on the internet that are self-maintained and actually are closed in in some ways so like it might be like gardening in gippsland might be very specific to a particular region Mm. um and no one else gets in right and the only way you find out about it is actually interacting with it and being there
0: which is like so nice when you you know those moments when you find something, you can, yeah. like you genuinely get brought in, and then yep. you you, f- you feel you can feel it on those spaces online yep. that there's a culture established yep. that there's there's been care in terms of how that space is and how you bring people in, and people really feel that now when you when you get around and find those little pockets of the internet where people have curated spaces, a experience, and there's a, there's an aim to being there. Mm. It, And I feel like a lot of people find those little moments on the internet and that's where they find new friends or find new interests and that's what can be so great about it whereas you're battling against the algorithmic power of, you know, death, doom. But I, th- but I think that's but what's that's, changing. That's, that's what I'm what, trying to that's articulate. That's what's changing. People it aren't is.
1: finding that community anymore.
0: Oh, you don't think they're finding it?
1: I don't think they're finding it in those social channels, no, right? I think what that I'm, used to be the devil's trade-off is that, okay, I get I'm being advertised to. I get, yeah. it, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I would find stuff that was actually interesting to me. But I think that is becoming less and less true.
0: So it's Yeah, it okay. is becoming less and people are still fighting, but they're still using social... just. Dis- sometimes find that all they're hearing about it and then get introduced to chat through work like where's that introduction that's what i find fascinating like but that could
1: be more peer to peer and those kind of like those more micro micro networks like more of that tribal stuff where it's kind of like you have like your trusted group and then you kind of have the world the world around it which is you know very true but then i guess you know It's how does that become anything that actually, you know, it exists and becomes self-sustaining in a kind of online sense is that it might just be that the kind of the the aims are a lot lower, right? So, the model of these types of things is like to build a wall to protect a particular piece of knowledge or protect a particular piece of
0: place Mm -hmm. or protect a a
1: particular sensibility.
0: Or build a knowledge and Build a knowledge space. Yeah, Yeah. like really sharing that. And that's when you can, yeah you really can build value with that sense of knowledge. I think that's what a lot of people are learning with sort of the rise of ChatGVT is that it's fed and predicated on the knowledge that people have willingly shared. And then it's like, well, how do you differentiate for that? And like whether you want to build a commerce around that and actually do that with the brains trust and be like, hey, we've got this cool piece of info or whether you actually just want to build something for the sake of having it there and, yeah. and pushing the envelope on a said topic, said area, even ideas around how to, how to build something like this and then being yeah. able to share that is, yeah. is an interesting thought. And yeah. what you can do then with different AI models in there as well is like uh, it's fascinating where it can go. But the key in those is like the intention that starts them Yep. and then what drives that through there exactly Um, but yeah if you take a sports platform you can see we jumped off this combo around sort of how it's content led and then at how it's individuals sort of sharing their insight sharing and sort of owning part of the narrative because that's what sold social platforms so well and i think that's what people want to feel part of it now it's like i don't want to be trolled nonstop. i don't want to I just want to be able to share my perspective with people maybe yeah. who want to challenge in a, in a in a positive way or a challenging way, but centered around not how I necessarily look or this or that, but like what I'm talking about or what exactly I'm
1: like how I am in the world right it's kind of like it's yeah I guess it's it's a to me it's much more of a swing back towards kind of like reality and I think we've kind of you know like so much of like you know the the social media era was all about basically putting up a um I don't know a perspective of yourself is just not real. It's certainly your best self, right? There's very little kind of um of your worst self up there unless people are having a bit of a pity party, you know, and trying to but it's it's about kind of but that's the nature of it, right? Yeah. It's actually about it's but it's life's one a stage and, to a degree. Life is a stage, but, but this was <laughs> Yeah. This was, like, this was like a performance. Everyone was
0: trying to be Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, it was performative, right? And so there's been, you know, I mean, when you look through all the research and stuff, there's an entire generation that's grown up believing they're always on stage, right? And they're the ones who are actually kind of in this. Reading. Like TikTok is their algorithm, right? It is their algorithm because they're basically going, I'm happy to perform, right? But what I'm not happy to do is basically believe that that is any type of community, right? And I think that's... That's already an interesting shift. Mm. Whereas, you know, kind of like I'm at the probably the other end of that, which is you know, kind of you know, literally you know, saw Facebook come through, and in that world, I joined it because I believed I was going to stay in touch with my friends, right? And that was the cell, yeah, Facebook of course, of course. But I mean, I haven't been on, you know, I haven't been on Facebook in years, and the reason why is that I was like this is not about friendship anymore. It's yeah. about me noting that you've done something and giving you some form of validation that you've done it. And I'm really happy for the world, but I was like, I, don't, I that's not really what I want to be involved in, if I'm, yeah. if I'm honest. It's, but then you, you realize it's like, oh, I actually, but I still use parts of the tools to stay in contact. Like, so like I'm still part of the meta universe. Mm-hmm. I still have a Facebook account because I use Messenger um, But I've, and I use WhatsApp, but I'm in groups. I mean, groups to have conversations anymore. So it's like that change has already, I think, happened at a lot of levels. But I still have an
0: account. Mm-hmm. I just don't do anything with it. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. So it's like you've got the weird journalists who are just making <laughs> making content, <laughs> disinformation for different agendas, and people yeah. pushing it, selling things on there, yeah. uh, which is becoming yeah a yeah. sort of commerce, weird blend of entertainment yeah it's shopping
1: but it's all it's all integrated right it's all so like the content is is the commerce that's the part that i of, often think about these days Is like the that connection is really really tight so you know like it's again like if you look at sports rights what sports rights is going through at the moment is exactly that realization is that the the more unique content platforms we create, the more content that comes from us, the better off we are. Because it's an ever evolving story. Like the, the true thing about, you know, why sports is worth so much in this world. It's got nothing to do with sports. It's the story. The story never stops. Yeah. Right. The story, you think about the way that it's actually now scripted. There's never an off season. There's always kind of moments, you know, that basically come through and it's, it's constantly always on and i think you know and what, people are so vested in the story yeah and they'll just be like well why do we why are we distributing this through anything but ourselves right so why don't they just completely integrate that and i think that's the thing you're starting to see is like you know like i mean i'm not i don't run the premier league but if i was running the premier league i'd be going why do i need sky sports anymore right yeah. why why do i want it right why don't i just take all the ad revenue myself all of it
0: straight yeah yeah and then yeah there's that's a yeah that's fascinating like why why don't they and then i immediately go like how do you when you're talking around that i'm like all right mm. so you've got a small community because i'm always coming from mm. perspective like how do things grow in that space like that was sort of what social media did well was allow small to sort of grow yeah. and that but now it's like it's pretty hard to do that yeah and then it's like how would this new model do that and we started this conversation around saying away from the traditional advertising model but maybe when you did have those communities for people who wanted to build a sense of commerce or build sort of yeah commerce off the back of that like that Mm -hmm. was it's part of its objective is is building that value around it and then offering exactly offering sort of curated brands or like it would form some sort of weird thing but you're yeah. imagining like billboards but not billboards in terms of yeah it's just more than it's like it's just I, it's Cause like how commerce interacts with that it's about That's directness it's yeah.
1: about directness and it's kind of the you know like the and transparency on it yeah and the the death of the continual kind of like there's still arbitrage right in the, in the model it's just that they the stakes at the high end are getting bigger and bigger and the bets have to be bigger but it's there's still if you are, you know, if you are a business, there's still a distribution cost to get to your audience, right? That's, fact. If you're any form of content, whether you're a director making a movie or a studio, and mm-hmm. some of them are going, okay, well, we're going to basically jump over and create our own app. They don't have the scale to do that. Other things do. That's a messy thing. We're mm-hmm. never going to be able to solve. However, it's kind of, but what if the aim is different? What if the aim with kind of building more walled things is not to use the platform to then be advertised about. It's about generally like these hubs of knowledge, etc. Because the tools are all really there. And what if you're rather than paying, you know, a dollar as you do to kind of you know like the guardian because you feel bad because you're constantly getting you know peppered with please support us what if that was to support you know gardening in gippsland right Mm -hmm. and it's just like chuck in two bucks etc but you feel part of something you see those models for like patreon and kind of these things it does there's a model it's just not a i don't think it's gonna no one's retiring by doing it but maybe that's not the point no one's you know becoming a billionaire doing that yeah that's true it's so, what they are doing is getting the big brands out of the out of their way right yeah, yeah. but
0: the big the store like I like that idea but the story is mm. the incentives there to corrupt that so like moving yeah. into that it's mm. like how would you how yeah. does that look because the big brands you know they've got the, <laughs> yeah. the cash and they're gonna make people's heads turn that's what they've that's what they've famously do. done like that's what's the arguments there for that's what's happened to social media it's like oh it's swung so big brands have come in now and now it, hmm. it is what it is. It's television. It's television yeah. and it's just swung back. So now there's a yeah. new innovative thing, but you never yeah. wonder what that would look like. And that's where it is heading. Like you're yeah. right. The trend is heading for people to find meaning in small pockets. And, yeah. And cherish But it's two
1: way, right? So like, I think that's the thing I keep thinking about is that a lot of these instances that we're talking about at scale is that it's actually, it, you need to be passive to be able to actually consume the amount. Cause it's, You know, it's like you talk about this as well. It's like it's the attention economy, right? So they're trying to hold your attention, but it's passive attention. And yes, you might be searching for something and you might be looking for something, but it's pretty hard to keep straight in your head, like particularly with things like Facebook and Instagram. Are they friends or are they content? Are they friends or are they content? And it's It's like a lot of people that you were kind of like friends with, they're now like content brands to you, right? If you're really honest with yourself, you're like, I'm really good. It's get this
0: weird feeling where you walk into a space and you've seen their lives. It's really weird. Yeah, And if some people won't acknowledge it and be like, oh, what have you been up to? (laughs) Yeah, I've just been in your closet. <laughs> exactly. You know, with your latest reveal,
1: you've shown XYZ or kind of, it's a very, um, it's an odd concept versus like intimacy between kind of smaller groups is actually, it is about much more knowledge sharing yeah, off screen.
0: Where the value is going, where people are like, how do yeah. you, in terms of like just personal, like how do you contribute to something? How do you learn? How do you mm. grow as people? Like yeah. that's where it is in terms of something being as you say, two way stepping yeah. away from the TV model that Facebook and the social was to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. So it feels like we're heading there, and maybe what we can dive into next is how that's coming because what AI is predicating and what the, what it's bringing is just mass content. Yeah. It's just like what is different around that, and that is that two way play. Yeah. So and it's exactly, not a passive walled
1: walled data that it can't get to. That yeah, is so unique it's, knowledge.
0: So, it's getting that two-way because that's just yeah. more passive yeah. from coming from there. And yeah, yeah. that's that's a fascinating spot because it's really pushing it into a into a space that isn't inevitable and it was already there. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. Next week. <laughs> Till then.
0: All right. Thank you for listening to BAU, Business As Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.